0: Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state, this is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Thursday.
1: Happy Thursday, man. Um, we are uh, big supporters of the cops. Yes, it is are. a very, very tough job. And as I always say, when there's an incident, I always start on the side of the police because I know how tough their job is. And then you work from there. And sometimes they do wrong and sometimes, you know, they do the greatest job. that you The vast never... majority of what they do, they do right. I would agree. So if you look at Phoenix, um, let's see. We've seen five police shootings in the last four days. Yeah. Five in four days. How about this? Nine shootings in the last 11 weeks, excuse me, nine shootings in the first 11 weeks of this year. Yeah. So the Phoenix PD is on a pace that would top the record of 44 shootings in 2018. Not a good start. No. So people are asking the question, what's happening out there? So there's a new study on firearm violence in Arizona, okay? And our friend Will Humble did this study. Uh, We're not talking COVID with him, by the way. No. No, finally. Finally. Uh, Will Humble joins us now. Arizona Public Health Association. Hey, Will, how are you, my friend?
2: Hey, good afternoon, guys. I'm doing great.
1: Yeah, the former executive director of uh, the Arizona Public uh, Health Association. So uh, tell me about this study, because in reading about it, uh, we know that the, that, that, that the shootings are absolutely happening. But one thing in your study it points to is, okay, are the bad guys getting these guns too easy? And does it have to do with Arizona's gun laws? Are they too lax?
2: So, yeah, so what we, let me start with what we found, which is that uh, we looked at the top 10 populated cities in the U.S. Okay. and looked at the, the rate of fatal shootings by police departments in those cities from 2015 to 2021. All right. And what we can see is that the city of Phoenix is much higher than any of the other states in the top 10. San Antonio is second. So we've got we're at 82 um a rate per million, and San Antonio is about five point one that 's the next highest wow, so th- like something's going on now, what our report does is establish like did it this is what's happened like our report doesn't say why did this happen um, I can speculate why this happened, and i I think there's two major factors okay. one is what you alluded to, which is that not just and by the way we looked at mesa and tucson too and they're almost as high as phoenix in terms in this in terms of rates so they're higher than these other cities as well so i think you could say one thing's for sure which is these police departments are working in jurisdictions that have really loose gun laws i mean it's really easy to get a firearm in arizona because of the laws that the legislature and previous governors have passed so they're working in a challenging environment let's say when you compare that to you know uh, uh places in you know in california or in the east coast or something where they've got more aggressive gun laws there's there's not as many guns in the street and as you mentioned it's more difficult, not impossible, but it's more difficult to get a firearm when you're not supposed to have one in those other states. So that leads to more frequent encounters with bad guys who are not supposed to have guns, but do. Hmm. So that's one factor. But I think it's undeniable that another piece of this puzzle is because the, the Texas cities are, are you know not as high as Phoenix, is that there, there, there's an issue with accountability when deadly force is used in terms of having an honest assessment of, you, you know, when, how well were the rules of engagement adhered to?
3: Okay, so that means when, when, when the cops are, in, it's, it's when. Cops are, are coming up on somebody. How well did they follow the rules that they were given? Again, we every state does their own thing when it comes to police. The whole nine yards. No federal kind of guideline. That did they follow their rules? Because I know a lot of these shootings lately, though, uh, people had other things other than guns uh, when they were going after the cops.
2: Yeah, so I'm not an expert in you know like the reuse of deadly force. I've never worked in law enforcement or anything, but uh, but I but but. Some things are coming together to make these big Arizona cities uh, at the top of the charts. And, and by the way, Arizona, when you look at Arizona as a state, we're fourth in police shootings per capita behind Alaska, New Mexico, Oklahoma, and then Arizona's fourth. That's, the state, that's a statewide number.
1: We're talking to Will Humble. Uh, They got this uh, big study up, uh, uh, and it talks about firearm violence in Arizona. And as we talked about, you know, the last few days, we've had, gosh, five police shootings in in the last four days. And uh, to start the year, we've got nine uh, police shootings. So the study shows that Phoenix had the highest rate of police shootings among the 10 largest U.S. cities. And as you mentioned, also Tucson and Mesa uh, not too far behind, not too far behind. Well, real quick, was there is there is there something I, I, the 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 story in the report you sent us was eighty five pages, and you know that I haven't read eighty five pages in my whole life. So, is there anything else in this study that you wanted to highlight uh, that is really really important, other than you know the high rate of Phoenix shootings among the top ten largest cities?
2: Yeah, I mean the, 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 these police shootings are four percent of the total, so we're talking about a, a small slice of the pie. Still important social justice and public health one. But the biggest piece of the pie homicide. is suicides. Now, I think most of your listeners would think that m- the biggest chunk of firearm deaths were homicide. That's not true. It's, no. uh, the bigger part is suicides, and that tends to skew towards males for sure, and especially males over 70.
3: Yeah, that was the interesting thing because I did read it, uh, uh, and, and I was surprised about 85-plus how many people commit suicide. 85-plus, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, men, not Um, women. There's a handful, but not that many. No. It's a, it's a, a, and so we wrote this report. This is something the state health department should be doing, you know, and our board of directors is like, look, we're not going to get this kind of, of public health surveillance from that health department. Let's do it ourselves. And so that's why we spent the last eight months putting this together in hopes that over the course of time, policymakers will start referring to the surveillance data to help make better public policy decisions in Arizona.
1: All right. Well, Humble, good to talk to you, man. Thanks for joining us. My pleasure. All right. So Phoenix has the uh, highest rate of police shootings among the 10 largest U.S. cities. Uh, Arizona has been given an F rating for gun loss strength. OK, here's the thing. First of all, we don't have mass shootings like all these other places. No, we don't. Uh, And I say this, too, being here 27 years or so, um, you know, I see people carrying firearms around. Doesn't bother me. Actually, no. makes me feel safer. Uh, I don't worry about that. Uh, maybe our gun laws are a little bit lax, but uh, we don't have schools that are being shot up for one reason or another here in Arizona. And maybe it's because we have a lot of great gun owners here in Arizona that teach their children, um, you know, about about what it means to hold that in your hand. And what the end result is going to be if you do fire it?
3: And like he said, it, it makes up the uh, cops and 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 the shootings here make up less than four percent of what takes place.
1: Yeah, I'm all for keeping cops as safe it's as suicide possible. Suicide is the biggest number, but it's over eighty five. You're over eighty five well, years old. Well,
3: across the board, it's the number for for homicides, or for number for deaths
1: by guns. It's usually, suicide is as way bigger than homicides in a lot of places i don't want to just start rewriting gun laws to rewrite gun laws in arizona yeah because i don't want to stop people from killing
3: themselves that's a mental issue so you take away somebody's gun it doesn't mean well they don't have a gun so they can't do it they can figure out another way uh but it's it's you know we it's always a tricky thing because it's it's there's several factors that go into something it's not just one well if we take away the gun certain things will happen because as we know
1: That's not true. If you tighten gun laws, it doesn't mean less cops will be shot.
3: Yeah, and it doesn't mean less people are going to get guns. usually just means law-abiding citizens will get frustrating. People who want guns and are willing to commit crimes, they'll figure out a way to get guns. All right,
1: coming up next. Coming up. uh, You know the cartel that killed the two Americans? They're sorry. They apologized. I don't get it. Let's talk about it next. Gatos and Chad show.
0: The Gato's Big Q poll question. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers.
1: All right, KTAR.com, the Big Q on the big right Q. side of the page. So, Sunstar uh, Kevin Durant, eh, he slipped during warm-ups. Unbelievable. He uh, didn't play on Wednesday. It was supposed to be that big uh, uh, home opener for KD and you know, people paid big money to go, and all of a sudden, oh my goodness, he twists his ankle and he's out, and now his uh, left ankle is sore. What a bummer. I went home to watch that game. Yeah, and, you were oh. super excited. Uh, my first thoughts were, A, not a great home debut. <laughs> uh, B, a wet spot on the basketball court ruined my night. Now, apparently we've found out there wasn't a wet spot on the court. He just twisted his ankle. Just twist it, man, okay? that poor kid. Right. Uh C, uh, maybe he should just play road games. It's safer. And then uh, D, I cursed a lot. So, um, 50% not a great home debut. Man, did that thing! What a! What a! Oh gosh! I don't. I, I, there are no words now. There are no, no words this, for something. This did not go the well that they thought. This it did not was go gonna, well. You know, so they're I mean, saying he could be out a few days, or he could be out the rest of the regular season, and maybe the first round of the playoffs. What and are we
3: hearing, uh, Steve, as wise man? Because well, you would know this year's more. We are we hearing? I've heard four to six weeks. I've heard he's in a boot. There was a report from the Arizona
0: Republic. Greg Moore, who is a columnist, not a reporter usually, but he says that he's hearing that the Suns are worried that Katie might have a sprain that could keep him out four to six
1: weeks. That would be the rest of the regular season and maybe parts of the early playoffs. Right, I'm just going to tell you that's not true. That's not going to happen. I'll tell you why. Didn't he continue to play and practice? After he, I'm going to tell you
3: why that would happen.
1: Okay, because he
3: tried to come back uh, in the uh, NBA championships from a hurt ankle, and what did he ended up doing? Towards Achilles, he, I think he's he's far more
1: cautious now. If he was cautious, he wouldn't have practiced for ten more minutes. Well, after I think rolling he thought maybe ankle. it was
3: okay. If he felt a twinge eventually, and said, "No, gonna, I'm not going to do that." I
1: think he's going to be fine.
3: Okay, there you go. You've heard it. Gato's predicted fine. everything just like last night. Oh wait,
1: don't even go there. Don't don't even do it. Uh, I'll Gatos sword. put it out in the ether. I, didn't. No, I did not.
0: <laughs> Chad, were you watching? Nope, I don't. Well, you okay, know. you know I know you don't watch because you're always but afraid you're a what bad lot. He said, oh, that's stupid, Chad.
3: Watch the whole thing. Do it. And I said, he's probably going to get injured. Oh, you put it out in the ether. It's bad. By the way, Jim Sharp put it out in the ether apparently yesterday morning, too. He got hammered for it. He got a um. bunch of guff for it today. Uh, no, no. I, but I was not watching. I was stuck in the car. But I got home in time to see everybody tw-
1: text. and I got home in time to see uh, the replay on television of him rolling his ankle. And I said, well, screw it. Let's watch Netflix. And that's exactly what <laughs> we did. But you
0: still enjoyed your special son's debut dinner that you were preparing right yeah it was right? fine yeah. oh uh, not quite, not no, quite well you fine. know there was not the taste of victory that he thought it was,
1: of it was not
3: a 29 point win without kevin durant was not as fun as a 15 point win with
1: him i don't even know if they won last night to be honest with you i have no idea no, they played basketball <laughs> coming up next holding up the headlines becky Lynch ready to read the news uh we are going to interrupt and uh, we'll do it uh, very rudely no i tease we'll do it nice kind of maybe some snark next
3: Arizona's news station. News station.
1: KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30 and you know what that means. It's time for us to hold up some headlines, Chad. Try and be nice here, will you? No snark from you. Here's Becky Lynn with the ATAR News. Eyes on Education.
0: Arizona's public school's chief has some ideas to raise academic outcomes so students are ready for college. State Superintendent of Public Instruction Tom Horn says it starts with bringing back the focus to academics. They can't go on to college if they're not proficient in math and
3: reading at a minimum, not to mention science, social studies, the arts, and so on.
0: He also wants to get rid of what he calls distractions in the classroom, such as social-emotional learning.
3: We have to inspire the schools with the idea that every education minute is precious.
0: Horn making those comments today at an event that highlighted the economic benefits of a college education. Grizel the Satino KTAR News.
3: Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react
1: to the day's top stories. Tom Horn's a busy man. He came up with that uh, silly old uh, hotline to bag on teachers. Uh, yesterday we talked about that. Uh, I wonder how many calls they got today. I have no idea. Yeah, again, I forgot all about it already. <laughs> exactly, as most right. people do.
3: We'll forget <laughs> whatever happens today.
1: Yeah, we'll forget about it tomorrow. Don't, don't be a lazy parent and call the eight hundred number. Okay, go talk to your kid's teacher. I don't even uh, think it's an eight hundred I thought it wasn't an eight hundred number. See, we don't even know. I forgot already. See, see, Uh, if you want, probably a 602. Is it a 602? I'm thinking
0: it's got to be. Yeah,
1: Um, but he's right. You know, our our kids, uh, he is right on one thing. Our our kids uh, test scores are low. Uh, COVID hurt our kids. There's no question about it. You know, it it absolutely hurt our kids. And some of the test scores went down. We've got to try and figure out a way to get them back up. Uh, I think we should try and retain as many good teachers as we can. Instead of pushing them out with a stupid hotline, that's just going to tick them off. Holding up the headlines. Did you have something or did I, I didn't want to step on you. And we're holding up the headlines.
0: Yes, you are. Did you know we're holding up the headlines? I did. We're holding them up. We have more on education. Listen up. Reactions now rolling in after Governor Hobbs vetoed a controversial bill that would have banned the teaching of critical race theory in Arizona schools. The sponsor of the bill, Republican J.D. Mesnard, says the veto is a slap in the face to parents. And Republican uh, schools chief Horn adds that he will try other ways to keep CRT out of the classrooms.
1: So I guess we'll just continue not teaching that I guess. That's that's what we'll do. We'll just continue to not teach CRT because we're not. Um, even Mesnard was asked the other day. He's from Chandler. Okay. He's in the house. And he was asked, hey, uh, is anyone teaching critical race theory in your city? And he goes, no. That's well, good. then why well, are you coming good. up with a bill then? Because they don't want it to start. It's the whole point. Because it raises
3: money. It does what it does. Uh, I, I will tell you one thing, though. The social emotional learning I've worried more about right now because we, we've had it, and that is no one landing knows what that
1: means. No one even knows what that means.
3: Uh, every, a lot it, of it's about feelings. Things that you know. We talked about what does feelings have to do with
1: math? Yeah, but the how, the how do you teach social emotional learning? Tom Horn. It's has the no way idea. you teach.
3: It's the way you teach, and you well, you know uh, how do you feel about the question you asked? You work well with others. Look, it's two plus two is four, mm-hmm. right? You know, I mean, it's, it's, we, some of that stuff I I get, but again, let's, let's get our test scores up. Let's focus on getting back to the things that matter. Right. Like a hotline. There you go. It's, uh, I just, I'm at this point, homeschool your kids. That's what I tell everybody.
1: Yeah. So I think I'll put a bow on this. I guess we'll continue to not teach critical race theory. I guess that's what we'll do. Okay. Okay. We're holding up the headlines.
0: Arizona Senator Kirsten Cinema questioned Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell, asking if there is a way to lower inflation without causing recession. KTAR's Shera Tanzer joins us live from the news center with details of the conversation during a recent Senate Banking Committee hearing. Cinema stressed that the housing market is a huge part of Arizona economy, and interest rates are making it hard for first-time homeowners to get investments. Inflation has also slowed housing development to a halt in Arizona. It's also clear. That- more spending comes to trade-offs, and it's why tackling inflation has historically been so difficult, and yet it's more important than ever that we get it under control. Cinema asked Powell if Americans' struggles with paying for basic needs such as food and gas would play a role in the Federal Reserve's choice to raise or lower interest rates at the end of the month. Powell said it would be a factor in the ultimate decision. Live in the News Center, Shira Tanzer, KTAR News.
3: Yeah, you're not fixing this uh, in the way they, they've had their opportunity. They blew up their opportunity to do this when they had the chance to raise these things and put a shock. Several people I've talked to said the best thing that they should be able to do right now is surprise everybody by raising rates on times they, they they don't even announce it they just go inch by inch a quarter here a quarter there to try to put a shock into the system uh, uh but i just don't think that uh, i think we missed our chance they should have done something a long time ago with a big shock we talked about three four percent instead it's it's death by a thousand cuts Holding up the headlines.
0: Earlier this year, we learned that the opioid crisis had bled into Maricopa County jails. Well, now Sheriff Paul Penzone is putting in extra security to check for contraband. He hopes this will help solve a couple of issues.
1: Hopefully that will save lives and, and just change the culture within so that it will diminish the violence also of those who are impaired because they can get their hands on drugs inside the jail system.
0: This comes after a deputy was caught trying to bring drugs into a jail. And he adds all people from the social workers to staff are going to be checked.
3: Uh, uh, here's the reality of it, and they're dealing with it in Los Angeles right now. A vast majority of people that work inside the jails have some connection. A lot of times, outside the jails, and even if they don't want to, much like we talk about the
1: cartels, uh, there's some ultimatums that go on. And uh, are you it, saying that some people who work for the jails, their lives are in danger? Maybe danger, threatened? and some
3: of them who work for the jails yeah. may be very much a same gang member that they're watching in jail. They may be a part of that
1: gang as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't want to think. I don't want to believe that, because a lot of these guys and gals are trying to keep everybody safe. They're uh, well, trying they, to does do their me, job. Does,
3: they, they may be doing that, but yeah. that's just the reality across the nation. More and more, a lot of the guys who are and gals who who work at these places, they're associated uh, with with a lot of these gangs as well. We're
1: holding up the headlines.
0: Uh, speaking of the cartel, the Mexican drug cartel blamed for abducting four Americans and killing two of them in Matamoros, Mexico, has written a letter of apology. The letter, claiming to be from the Scorpions faction of the Gulf cartel, was obtained by the Associated Press from state law enforcement in Tamaulipas.
1: It's fascinating. I mean, you, you first of all, when you want to talk about Americans getting killed, going to Mexico, or Americans being kidnapped, um, and it's, it's on the border, a lot of it doesn't involve Americans. I mean, violence around border cities is not... Unusual, but it, it involves, let's say, uh, folks from Mexico or migrants, and it doesn't get a lot of attention, but it typically does not include Americans, and that's just a fact. Here, obviously, it included four Americans. I've never heard of a cartel apologizing, but they don't want all hell to come down on them. So, what, did they give up a bad guy? They gave up one of their own and said, here he is. He did all this stuff.
3: You know, we should talk about this. We get a little de- Maybe we'll do that next, because I think... I th- 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 Exactly what you're saying is, but I don't even know if this guy's even a bad guy. The guy that they handed in? I don't even know if he's a bad guy. Because, look, if you're a really bad guy and you're important to the gang, they're not giving you
1: up. So they, This they, could have been a dude just walking by. Could have just kidnapped somebody and said... said
3: You're going to pay for this. If not, your family and you are going to pay for it in other ways. Oh, my gosh. All right, we're
1: holding up the headlines.
0: So in most of the U.S., they set their clocks forward an hour this weekend. Not here. No. But those who study sleep medicine say this twice-a-year time change is detrimental to your health.
3: Every time we move the clocks up an hour for daylight saving time and back in the fall to return to standard time... We're throwing our internal clocks out of whack. That from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. They say every year around this time and again in the fall, the time change brings less sleep, resulting in more heart attacks, strokes, thousands more car accidents, and 300 deaths each year. And while some have called for permanent daylight saving time, the Academy is pushing for doing away with it altogether and staying on standard time all year. Dave Packer, ABC News.
1: I, I, that's one of the things I love about Arizona when I got here almost 30 years ago. We don't change our clocks. It's brilliant. It's great. I just wonder when we're going to figure out uh, when the rest, when everybody else is going to figure out what we already have. Will we be two hours or three hours from the East Coast? Will we be the same as California or will we be an hour earlier than California. Try and figure it out in my head. Anybody know? Uh, I
3: think if we stayed standard time,
1: we'd be...
0: An hour ahead. uh, Yeah. 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 Like we are right now.
3: Yeah. So that... that, But I... You know, it sucks for me because my show right now, I do from 7 to 10 nationwide because I'm on 6 to 9 a.m. Pacific. So starting Monday... Instead of me getting up at, I'm up at 2 a.m. starting Monday. Oh, so that's you got, right. that's brutal. Yeah, so I still I still play the game. It sucks. Yeah. Do you
0: think this is ever going to happen? I just, I can't believe it hasn't I know. We're already. not in
3: war anymore. It's time to move on. Yeah. That's the way I look. I mean, we're not. this. That's why we did it back in the day. Yeah. We, it's time for us to move on. But, uh, and many states have passed. Legislation to say no, we don't want to do this anymore. But you have to actually go to Congress, and it has to get changed. It's so ridiculous.
1: All right, holding up the headlines every day at three thirty. We interrupt Becky Lynn, and uh, we interrupt. We react to the day's top story Reaction. It's all brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realties. HigherPrice dot com. Coming up next, uh, guys, are you going to owe your wife hundreds of thousands of dollars for all the work that she does? We'll talk about it next.
3: By the way, as you guys know, the weather getting a little bit warmer out there. KTR Fulton Homes reminding you the two seconds is too long to take your eyes off. Kids around water for life saving water tips and to indoor swim lessons for the YMCA text. Swim to six twenty, six twenty. You know what, I wanna go back quickly with the uh, the the what took place in Matt and Madame Morris. We didn't talk about they sent the letter out apologizing. And that guy, that that dude uh, if you've not seen a picture of him standing, because that's what they do. We, we don't do it. They literally put you in front of like a, you know, not a green screen, but like a, wherever they arrested you. And they
1: made the dude just stand there with a detainee thing. Okay. All right. So well, let's go back a second. Let's talk about it. In Matamoros, Mexico, four Americans went over there. One won to get a tummy tuck and they got ambushed by a cartel. Two are dead. Two are back in the United States. Yeah. Today, the cartel that attacked them apologized. Yes. And are you talking now, who are you talking about in front of the green that, screen?
3: That is the detainee, the uh, person they
1: arrested. Okay, so that ma- guy is not. The cartel gave up one of their own. That's what they said. That's what they said. And you don't believe that the guy that the cartel, the cartel apologized and said, please don't come on, don't come come here and kill us all. Yeah. We apologized. We didn't know it was Americans. And so they gave up one of their own and you're not well, buying they're,
3: it. They're- well, I mean, it may be one of their but it's the lowest level. That guy might not even anywhere near there. It's not somebody real. He's a sacrificial lamb. Right. Because nobody, you know, and they may say, look, you're going to go to jail for two or three years. We'll break you out or we'll pay somebody to get you out of there.
1: Uh, You know, or or you die. Or they threaten this guy's family. Kill his family. He could have just been walking by. Okay, go down that scenario because I've never heard of a cartel apologizing for something that they've done. And so they did that today. And, and... In doing so, with the apology, they gave the authorities this guy's the one that killed people, which yeah. you're saying is probably or, or, not yeah, true. Yeah, or orchestrated it, or they could have went and, and kidnapped some yeah, poor somebody. guy, and you have no choice. And right, because they say, "Listen, what we're going to kill your family unless yeah. you take the fall." Silver for it. or lead
3: is what they tell you over there. Silver, Silver is you're getting some money, and you're going to look the other way. Lead is you're going to get lead, mean right in the oh, head. Oh my
1: gosh, and I never so heard that before. What, what would you What would you do? You don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. No.
3: You're gonna kill my family? You got no. no choice. No. Even if you are part of the gang, you got no choice. You you could have been nowhere near there. He's the lowest level, right? First one in, last one out. as They far basically as say take one for the team. Yeah. You might be right, Chad. Yeah. I mean, you might be right. He's a a stooge. That's what he is. And they don't want anywhere because they're hearing stuff all day. We talked about it the other day. The last thing they want to do is kill Americans because now they're hearing Congress and now they're hearing Democrats as well as Republicans go, maybe it's time that we we deem these narco uh, terrorists. And maybe it's time that we deem these things uh, as actual terrorists. And what's that do? You know they're not worried about whether or not they're worried about being extradited. Yeah, but they'd be terrified if they knew we were flying drones over blasting people.
1: Okay, let me hit, let me hit you with this: the the cartels they don't care about anybody's life. No, but now they care about an American's life. They don't want to go too far and kill an American. Well, yeah, you kill an
3: American, it changes the the, nar- the narrative. But I
1: thought they didn't care about anybody's. But life.
3: you ki- you killed somebody. You- They kill each other over there and get away with it every day. They get away with it every day. If they want to kill somebody inside of a building and it's one person, they'll blow the whole building up because A, the 99 will send a message and B, they got the person they want. But they won't
1: do it if there's an American in the building. But if there's an American
3: that pays the price for it, guess what? We stand up and get a little bit louder and all of a sudden it's more scrutiny and that's why they apologize. They don't want the scrutiny on them. Well. And now we're saying we're going to name them terrorists. That changes everything because
1: that says we may come over the border and maybe
3: uh, take out some of your business.
1: Yeah, these guys like to bully everyone and kill everyone. And do they want to go against America? No, they don't. No, they don't. It's a loss. All right. Coming up next. You know, I love wrestling, right? I've heard. The WWE. Wants you to bet on their scripted matches. You know, everybody's gambling now. So How does that work? We're going to talk about it coming up on the Gators of Chad show.